Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. In this episode, you'll hear more about blockchain from healthcare entrepreneur and CEO of Hashed Health. Hashed Health has really been a leader defining blockchain innovation in healthcare. You'll hear about some use cases for blockchain in the pharmacy industry and some tips on how to learn more about this emerging technology. So today we have a special guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. John Bass is the founder and CEO of Hashed Health, a healthcare technology company focused on accelerating the commercialization of blockchain in healthcare. John has over 20 years of experience in healthcare technology with expertise in shared operating systems, patient engagement, supply chain, and value-based payments. Prior to Hashed Health, John was CEO at Invivolink, a surgical registry and care management startup, which sold to HCA in 2015. His experience also includes a healthcare business-to-business startup, Impact Health, which was acquired uh, by Medibuy, a global healthcare exchange. John, welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thanks, Hillary. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Awesome. Well, now that our listeners have heard a little bit about your background, maybe you can tell us a bit more about your newest company, Hashed Health, and how you got started in this emerging industry. Yeah, yeah, sure. So as you can tell, I mean, as you may be able to tell from my background in the intro, um, I have this passion for kind of collaborative collaboration in healthcare. So that passion has uh, probably taken some years off my life because it's, it's hard. I, I really feel like we are entering this kind of new age of, of collaboration. Um, and a lot of it's powered by uh, technology. And a lot of it's just powered by kind of the realization of where we are as a, as a society and things like that. But so my, my background, you know, is very focused in those two companies that I was previously a part of around how do you create uh, technology systems that allow us to interact um, and collaborate around the patient. And, and by doing so, um, improve your, the health of your business and also improve outcomes for patients. And so that uh, I feel like blockchain is really a collaborative operating platform on steroids. It is a global computer designed to um, bring uh, simplicity and trust to value chains. And I think there's a lot of uh, really great application for that in the pharma um, world and a lot of other healthcare uh, value chains, you know, supply chains, revenue cycle, um, the claims life cycle, uh, medical records, uh, and a lot of other things, but it is—it's uh, a technology that obviously I, I um, after we sold Invivolink to HCA, <clears throat> I kind of realized that I wanted to spend all my time focusing on on this because I think it's 
extremely disruptive and extremely exciting and i think it's it's it feels a lot like the way it felt back in the late 90s when we started impact there's a lot of similarities to what's going on now um it's a new technology it's it's driving whole new business models market structure changes and new new ways of transacting information and and value uh across constituents in the healthcare industry so um so that's a little bit of context for uh, why I started Hash Health and, um, and where we are now. Uh, one other comment I'll make is um, when we started Hashed a, a little over a year ago now, blockchain was very new to healthcare. And so we knew that there wasn't really a market yet. We needed to do a lot of education, a lot of organization of the marketplace before we could do what we really wanted to do, and that's build and deploy these collaborative um, infrastructure and collaborative application projects. So in order to start building, we really needed to educate people and organize people. And so there's a lot of kind of um, discussion around, okay, how do we do that? So the idea of kind of forming what's often referred to as a consortium was kind of what we landed on. I mean, Hashed Health uh, is, is focused on bringing together networks of constituents who are all focused on solving a business problem using blockchain and distributed ledger technology is the foundation for that. Without a network, blockchain technology is really just kind of an academic exercise, an expensive academic exercise at that. And so um, it's, it's not like my former companies where you just build a product, sell the product, kind of your typical SaaS model. This is very much a, um, a collaborative business model and a collaborative technology. And those two things really have to come together in order for you to be successful. So that's, that's what we've done with Hash is we've created a, a kind of a new business structure that's focused on a lot of um, working with industry thought leaders, working with universities, working with um, entrepreneurs and becoming kind of a center for uh, innovation um, a for-profit center for innovation in the industry focused on a lot of different business processes. So pharma is one of several areas where we are working to innovate in healthcare. So I think that's important for your listeners to realize as well. Absolutely. And and I think it's so important that you've identified the education around this new technology is so key in kind of getting these distributed health conferences started. I know that you all are, are a big key in, in that conference that was just held here in Nashville. And uh, speaking of collaboration and partnerships with universities, um, I'm really eager to hear a little bit more about your partnership with Lipscomb College of Pharmacy. That's, I guess, the first school of pharmacy in the country that has officially partnered with any type of blockchain uh, organization. So can you tell us a little bit more about that partnership and how that got developed? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they are um, have really emerged. I think they've just done an amazing job. Um, they've emerged as one of the, the top pharmacy programs in the U.S., and they've got this really interesting piece of Lipscomb College of Pharmacy that combines kind of the PharmD program with a healthcare informatics degree. Um, so they're, they're you know, I, I believe that um, throughout my career, I've kind of watched as software and platforms, and now blockchain are kind of, you know, this concept around software is eating the world. It's blurring the lines 
between traditional jobs and technology jobs, between traditional companies and technology companies. You know, a good example is, you know, the banks who are really accelerating right now are the banks that see themselves less as a bank and more as a software company. And I think that's going to probably be true in a lot of areas going forward because technology is moving so quickly. You've got machine learning, AI, IoT, and now blockchain is, a, is kind of this new fundamental infrastructure that's powering all of that. And so Lipscomb gets it. Um, and that combination, that's a good, a good example of what I think more universities and colleges need to think about is like, how do you blend together these um, traditional jobs, like a pharmacist job, with the technology, more more technology focused jobs, like software development um, and software architecture and platform architecture, and so that's going to be more and more important going forward. And in Lipscomb, I was so excited to have the first college of pharmacy to join Hashed Health be Lipscomb, which is literally a five minute walk from my house. <laughs> it was just, uh, it was fantastic, not just for Nashville, but you know, um, it, it provides us a great local um, thought leading university to work with on some really, really exciting projects. So Kevin, my ha- hat's off to Kevin Clausen, um, a professor over at the College of Pharmacy and Beth Breeden, uh, who's the chair of the healthcare informatics department. Those guys work really closely together in that vein um, and have done a, an amazing job. And we're just thrilled not only to be working with them, but really working with them, really focused on building some innovative projects. And you're going to hear, um, I was just with those guys this week at the Distributed Health Conference, and you are going to hear some really exciting initiatives coming out of Lipscomb in the coming weeks. That's exciting. Is there anything that you could share now about some of the things that you are going to be looking at with blockchain in the pharmacy industry? Yeah, I mean, so pharma, the pharmacy industry is is full of amazing um, blockchain use cases. It's one of the top areas of focus for Hashed and and a lot of other people in the industry. Um, You know, and one of the reasons for that is over the years, we've built up all this complexity in the pharma value chain and all the different areas of, of, of pharma. You know, over time, we have, you know, for good reasons, made things really complicated. Um, you know, think about just your typical pharma value chain. You got the, the patient and the pharmacist and the pharmacy, and you got the distributor and you got the the pharmacy benefits manager and you got big pharma. And then on top of that, you've got the insurance company that's managing formularies and you've got the PBMs kind of doing their stuff around uh, rebates and admin fees and contracting. And so, you know, all of that started off, I think, well-intended and grew through success um, and grew um, because the the value chain was was uh, truly adding value to the consumer um, and to the other constituents. But over time, I think there's grown to be a lot of uh, value extraction in the in the value chain as well. And so, as kind of costs go up, you know, pharmacy the pharmacy value chain is a driver of a lot of that cost, and and um, it's not sustainable um, from most people's perspective. And so. 
blockchain provides a, a fundamental new infrastructure uh, to allow for you to redesign some of those existing market structures in ways that takes some of the cost out and returns it to the consumer and maybe to some of the other constituents who are truly adding value. So that's that's the macro level view, at least from my perspective. Now, um, in terms of specific use cases within that macro level view, most people start with track and trace. Um, it, track and trace and supply chain are probably you know some of the most kind of forward uh, leading use cases, you know, not just in pharma but uh, um, in a lot of a lot of industries. And it's you know a lot of the pharma use cases in track and trace are driven by the Drug Supply Chain Safety Act. Um, that requires all the constituents across the supply chain to do certain things. And we won't get into the details. I'm sure a lot of your listeners already understand a lot of this. But um, that's really hard right now. And there have been a lot of centralized efforts to uh, resolve that over time. And they're very expensive. And they create these kind of big honeypots of data that are attractive uh, for hackers and um, and there's uh, and they have a lot of sensors and it's really hard to kind of bring all the data from all these different members of the supply chain and, and share that in an effective, efficient way. So blockchain provides a really nice solution. If you think about blockchain for the, your listeners who don't yet fully understand it, the easiest way to think about it is just an audit log. It's just a kind of a distributed market level audit log. Um, of transactions or of data inputs or kind of whatever 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 it is you're studying using or tracking using the blockchain, and it's um, there's a lot more to it than that. But so as an as a market level audit log, it, it provides a nice mechanism for the sharing of the movement of an asset across the supply chain in a very efficient, effective way. So it's a, it's a great application for track and trace, um, and pharma has a, some real. Uh, fraud and counterfeit issues and some real inefficiencies that um, open it up to being a good um, target for that. Um, other pharma use cases include, you know, there's a lot of talk about clinical trials, um, whether it's e-consent or just kind of streamlining the the movement of, of uh, information across multi-site trials, um, these kind of real complex, important studies that are going on. Um, they're really neat new concepts, at least new to me, around things like real-time adaptive clinical trials. You know, again, these are just efforts on improving the clinical trials process and removing some of the complexity and streamlining some of the data sharing and um, administrative and management functions that are required to make these studies go well. It's, the cost of these studies, the cost of managing these studies is really, really high. And so there's some, there's some, I won't say easy, but there are some understandable things that we can do um, going forward to, to resolve some of those challenges. And a couple other pharma use cases that I'll mention are, you know, generally um, just bringing big pharma closer to its consumer is a real uh, interest of the pharma companies we talk to. All of that value chain, all those people in the middle of that value chain have have gotten to the point where the big pharma companies don't understand uh, oftentimes who's taking their products and how those patients do um, when they take their products. And so uh, pharma has a real interest in becoming closer to its consumer. And blockchain can certainly help with that from the uh, perspective of creating kind of these peer-to-peer marketplaces. 
And the last one I'll mention um, is, uh, you know, contracting within the value chain. I think the idea of smart contracts, the idea of using a kind of a shared ledger across the pharma value chain, across the market to track those uh, pharma product interactions and then using that shared ledger to then write applications on top of that market level data structure that start to um, clean up some of the contracting um, functions is a, is another big opportunity that has the potential to um, to be disruptive and to uh, return a lot of the value to to the consumer. Uh, so those are you know I hope that's that's I could probably go on, but that's a those are some of the kind of highlights that we see um, and that we've heard from a lot of different constituents. Um, who are interested in working with us. Yeah, John, that's really helpful. It is going to be fun to see the types of things that you and uh, Lipscomb and others are working on. And, and obviously, there are a lot of different uses uh, there in the pharmacy industry. Uh, and and John, you've been a featured speaker at numerous conferences across the country to talk about blockchain, including uh, the Becker's Healthcare IT Conference in Chicago, which I also just attended. So what's some advice that you would tell people who want to just start learning about this new technology? Yeah, well, certainly, you know, <clears throat> it's um, it's hard to once you hear about blockchain, you, it will you'll keep seeing it coming up, right? You'll see, you'll keep it, it kind of is one of those things that you really start to notice, and it's hard to avoid it now because there's um, there's so much news about it and a lot of hype, honestly. So. All of that interest has driven a lot of new new companies and uh, new initiatives in legacy organizations. I, I don't know of many pharma companies or people in the pharma value chain who don't uh, aren't at least investigating what is blockchain and what does it mean to our strategy. It has such potential to change those market structures, as I mentioned, that they would really kind of be foolish not to pay attention um, to the the coming changes. So that is kind of what Hashed was designed to do is to help people with their strategy, help them get to a place where they're ready to build something and then um, help them make sure that we bring the exp- the technical and business expertise to uh, to those efforts. Um, so we, we try to make it easy as a company to learn about it. There's a lot of information on our website, under our media and resources pages that's designed to give people primers on the technology and what it, what it means. And then a lot of, we, we, we talk to almost every, um, we've talked to a lot of different companies out there that, um, that then want to take the next step and have us come in and, and help them iterate on their strategy and then start building so, uh, and, and through that being a consortium, we can kind of use our collaborative partnerships to um, provide a lot of different types of expertise. Um, so, the, the, so there's, for, for companies, that's what Hashtelf is designed, designed to do. For individuals um, who, you know, if your company is not yet engaged, doesn't have a strategy, or you just are interested you know, I think you you know looking at our website uh, under that resources kind of area would be a helpful start. I tried to put everything there that I 
read that was kind of influential to me before I, you know, this was two and a half years ago when I was still at HCA and I was just learning about the technology. These are the things that kind of were influential to me. And then I, so I read a lot and there's plenty to read now. Back then there wasn't that much to read, but there's, there's tons to read now. So every day it's hard to stay on top of all the news and all the projects. Um, so if you just set up your Google alerts for blockchain or distributed ledger or Ethereum or um, hashed health or whatever, you'll start to see a flood of information and interesting things. And you can even like say pharma blockchain and you'll, you'll narrow that down to some things you're interested in. But um, so, so just mining for information, both um, literature and on the web is a great way to start. And then <clears throat> almost every town has a meetup. In Nashville, I started the Nashville Blockchain Meetup about a year and a half ago. Uh, and that went from, in the last year, that's gone from about 10 people to about 600 people. And about 75% of our attendees are healthcare folks. Um, I don't know what percentage are pharma, but uh, a decent number. So if you're in Nashville, we do those once a month on uh, on a Thursday, and you can just, I think, go to meetup.com and search for Nashville Blockchain Meetup, and you'll see that. Um, and so that's a you know that's a great way to then get out and get involved in actual discussions around the technology and its use cases. Um, and then finally, you know, you we just we just had the the distributed healthcare conference which was about 700 or so people here in Nashville at the Shermerhorn. Um, it was, it's one of the, it's the world's largest healthcare focused blockchain conference, but blockchain is working its way into almost every healthcare technology conference out there. Hims, you know, we, last year at Hims, we were the only company that would show up when you searched for blockchain on the Hims website. Oh, wow. and, and this year there's a whole section of the floor that has the word blockchain on top of it. So uh, that's a that's a signal as to how far we came. And we were fortunate that Gina Rometty from IBM actually talked about blockchain in her keynote, so it kind of lit everyone up. But um, conferences are, you'll start to hear about blockchain. If you're at a healthcare technology conference or a farm tech conference or an insure tech conference, you're going to start hearing about blockchain. So I, I recommend you attend those sessions. Um, and, and you know, we've got a team of people who can help once you're ready to kind of dive into more specific use cases. Awesome. Well, John, this has been so insightful and helpful to kind of learn more specifics about blockchain. And you've got some really great experience in the healthcare industry. Uh, so we really can't wait to see what the future holds for Hashed Health. And thanks so much for joining us on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Yeah, thanks a lot, Hillary. It was great talking to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist, produced by the Pharmacy Advisory Group. If you liked this episode, let us know by subscribing to the podcast, rating, and reviewing it. Share it with friends. And if you want to be a guest or know a pharmacist leader who has a great story to tell, connect with me, Hillary Blackburn, on LinkedIn and check out our Facebook page, Pharmacy Advisory Group, for updates on new podcasts. Thanks for listening. 
Stay tuned next week to hear from Sandra Liel, COO at Sinfonia Rx.